to the Purple Rainbow Pancreatic Cancer podcasts, which are now entering their fourth year of broadcast. Who would have thought that when Seth died in 2014, all these years later we would be making a podcast in his memory? It's a really exciting time for Charlotte and me. We've been recording 30 podcasts, one for each day in November, as part of Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. Charlotte has been talking to all kinds of people involved with pancreatic cancer and over the next 30 days we will hear lots of personal stories. Stories of love, stories of commitment, stories of hope and sadly, as always with pancreatic cancer, stories of loss. Each story will help you understand the challenges of pancreatic cancer as well as the signs and symptoms and will help you to have conversations with people and ensure that they are aware of what to look out for. Join us each day for our Purple Rainbow podcast. If you miss any of the episodes, you can catch up by visiting www.purplerainbow.co.uk where all of the podcasts will be stored for you to listen to at your leisure. Follow us on your podcast channel, like and share, and join us for an interesting month with lots of stories of love and hope. This is the first episode, episode number one of Purple Rainbow Pancreatic Cancer Podcast. And you're going to be getting 30 episodes across the whole of November because we've decided to do an episode a day to help raise awareness in Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. So I thought the best way to start off the, uh, the series is to have a chat with Leslie because I, I was going to say I'm going to blame you for this one, but this is entirely on my head, isn't it, Leslie? <laughs> this this idea. Yeah, it's normally me asking you if we can do these things, and this time at the big step forward in the sunshine, you were the one who said, "Let's do thirty podcasts for November, one for each day." So I said, "Are you sure?" And you said, "Yes." And I said, "Yes, let's do it." So here we are. Yeah, and I think actually. As much as I joke that the sun got to my head, I think this is such a really positive thing to do because it's all about telling stories. And there are a lot of stories around pancreatic cancer and the pancreatic cancer community. I think that's what all this podcast does in general anyway. But I think it's really important that we share all of the different types of stories because some of the stories are going to be tough to listen to. They are. But actually, there's a lot of laughter in some of these episodes and there's hope as well in a lot of these episodes. Now, I know what's coming up. You know a little bit about what's coming up. Are there any interviews in particular, Leslie, that you are particularly keen to hear or get more information from? I think all of them. All of them, because many of the people are people that I know personally, um, and some of the people are people who knew Seth. So those interviews, I think, will be um, special special to me um but many of the people although I don't know them personally I know them through Twitter or through social media so even though I've never met people like Nessie and Jill who share their stories um I feel like I know them really well because they support everything I do on Twitter they've got their own personal experiences I'm really looking forward to hearing from Joe, Linda and Tracy who were my great wall of China trekking buddies so that was a shared experience that was horrific and wonderful at the same time. Um, but really, really keen to hear from, from some of the researchers, from the familial pancreatic cancer researchers, 
um, and from Noreen, who is an oncologist, um, from Anne-Marie, who's a GP, just every single perspective, really, that there is. It always amazes me how people are so happy to share their stories as well, because, you know, I'm, I'm asking people, we're both asking people to sometimes talk about, you know, one of the worst times of their lives. And they are always so willing to do so. And I think that's what's special about this little community of ours that, that, that is out there, the pancreatic cancer community, is that everyone just wants to do something to help, to support somebody else, to support other people, and maybe want, you know, get that little step closer. It's all about little steps, that little step closer to finding either the early screening, the early di- diagnosis, or maybe even a cure one day. Well, that would be so fabulous if we got there. But it is baby steps. Um and I think there's some, you know, having shared sets of my story with people, which is really quite a sad story for most people. There is something about about doing doing that. When I talk about Seth, I can feel my voice kind of peps up a little bit. I smile when I think about when I talk, you know, thinking about Tony, who's going to talk. I'm assuming about Seth a little bit. Um, I think of all the times that Seth and Tony were together, and they were incorrigible together, and just impossible really because one was really exuberant and the other one had a really dry sense of humor and together they were a a kind of twosome so I know how it feels when I talk about Seth whether I talk about him in the kind of sadness of what happened to him and that and the journey through pancreatic cancer um but also when I kind of reminisce about what he meant to me and although we're probably going to hear some stories of loss I think the there is a value to the person when they talk about the one that they love because actually it brings back those memories. And I know it's quite cathartic to be able to do that. So I think the podcast will will give them a kind of sense of warmth and, and memory and reminiscence, but also a sense of kind of processing what happened to them too. So, And not only that, it also helps other people understand about the disease. There will be some people coming to the, the podcast for the first time. So I think it'd be useful if you could explain a little bit about Seth and, and your your story together, please. Yeah, of course. Um, Seth was the most wonderful man, but I would say that. Um, he was funny. He was a practical joker. He was really laid back and relaxed. Um, he was just a pleasure to, to be with. And I'm not saying that just because I was married to him. He truly was. Um and we had a lovely life together. We did lots of travelling. We had lots of plans for the future. Um, and then probably about nine months before Seth was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, something changed in Seth. He became less bubbly. He didn't play practical jokes. He came, became quite depressed, became lethargic, and he became quite intense. And there were a number of times when I kind of looked at him and felt like I didn't know him because the, the change was so marked. Um, at the time, he was about to be made redundant from his job, so he was coming up to 50. I just thought it was the whole kind of trauma of, of knowing the redundancy was coming in the next 18 months and the thought of having to go out and find another job. Um, so it didn't really push him because I, I, he just seemed quite depressed. Um, Seth, we, we, we kind of carried on. There was just this nagging something. I can't put my finger on what it was. Um, and then a couple of weeks before his diagnosis, he was really having trouble breathing, was very lethargic, had digestive problems, went to the GP two or three times, 
was given antibiotics and steroids. Each time he got those, he perked up a little bit. Then one day after work, he felt really ill, got an emergency appointment at the GP, was referred to the hospital, admitted overnight, and the next day he was told he'd got late-stage pancreatic cancer and he'd got days, maybe weeks to live, and he died 33 days after diagnosis, which isn't uncommon. One in four people die within a month. And then since then, you've, you you started sort of Seth's Legacy, Purple Rainbow, and that's how we met on the radio. You, you were doing your Great Wall of China track, and you came on to talk on the radio. And it's been it's been quite it's about an old X factor. It's been quite a journey, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, when Seth died, before he died, he asked me if I would do something to raise awareness of, of this disease because, having searched the internet, we both knew that, you know, that the hope wasn't there for Seth that there was an awful lot of work to do in terms of research to, to kind of get closer towards some kind of diagnosis and treatment. So he didn't say go off and meet Charlotte and do podcasts. He didn't say do all the things that perhaps have happened, um, but he did ask me to share the story. So six months after Seth died, I kind of wrote down what happened on each of the 33 days. I found myself writing letters to healthcare professionals, um, Quite soon after Seth died, probably a couple of months after, I decided to raise £1,000 for each year of his life. Um, so I was going to raise £49,000, didn't know how long it was going to take. It seemed like something to keep me focused, but things then snowballed. So I did I did raise the money eventually over a, a period of four or five years. The Great Wall of China Trek was part of raising that money. There have been Purple Rainbow Balls, you've supported those comparing those and introducing people and being the host for those um so things kind of snowballed and just wanting wanting to share the story for a number of reasons to to raise awareness of pancreatic cancer the psychological impact but also to improve end-of-life care so kind of things have snowballed raised the money done the play um done some educational stuff now involved in it quite heavily involved in research for pancreatic cancer. Um, and it's taken me to, to places that I would never have imagined, you know, two days after Seth died, I would never have imagined that we might be having these conversations. And I know like in the podcast, we're going to be talking to some colleagues in America from the university of Washington who were doing live performances of Seth's story to, to educate their social work and oncology students. So who would have kind of ever dreamed that that might happen? I guess it's almost because we spoke to um, some ladies from the Pancreatic Cancer UK forum who met because their husbands were diagnosed with pancreatic cancer around about the same time and they died all sort of within a couple of months of each other. And they've become really firm friends and, you know, weekends away, best of friends. And they say it's a really bittersweet kind of friendship because they wouldn't, they would obviously love the friendship group that they've made, but at the same time would do anything to have their husbands back so it's that kind of really strange bittersweetness I guess it's the same for you you would happily never have any of this happen to have Seth back but at the same time the difference you've made by doing these things is really important as well it's it's a weird balancing act isn't it yeah and it's like um sort of on Twitter over time because I was always typing pancreatic cancer it felt like the two words that I typed most during the day whether it was emails or Twitter or social media, it was always pancreatic cancer. And quite early in the process, 
I decided that I would hashtag things with Seth's legacy. So the two words Seth's legacy were meant to kind of, in my mind, be something positive to counteract even the two words that I hated most, pancreatic cancer, but that I always find myself typing. So, you know, on, on Twitter, whenever I write, put something out about pancreatic cancer, it's always hashtag Seth's legacy. And now people who've never met Seth, who've never met me, um, join in and do that. So, you know, you'll go to Twitter at the end of a working day and there'll be a picture of a purple flower and someone will put, um, went past this today, took a photograph, was thinking of you and Seth. Well, I've, I've never met those people, but they take the trouble to take a picture of a purple flower. Somebody the other day posted a pair of Victorian ankle boots from some exhibition they went to at the Victoria and Albert Museum and said they were thinking of me and Seth. And again, I've never met that person. Um, someone who is a nurse who had been working as an educator in a hospice, went back to practice palliative care nursing um, and just sent me a note saying she'd been nursing someone with pancreatic cancer and Seth's story was just absolutely at the forefront of her mind and that had shaped the way she cared for that person in a really person-centred way. So those, I can't tell you how much those things mean to me. Yeah, it's huge, isn't it? It's absolutely, the impact is just massive. Talking of impact, obviously we will come together again at the end of the month to talk about the month and the experience of Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. And what would you hope that we're talking about at the end of, you know, on the 30th of November when we're doing our catch-up episode, what do you hope we'll be saying that either these podcasts have made a difference with or conversations have been sparked up because of them? What, you know, what would be the ideal knowing that it's only 30 days and we're not miracle workers. 30 days is not very long because Seth and I had 33 together before he died. Um, But 30 days of constant awareness raising through social media, through using those hashtags, through just having conversations with people. Um, So I know of a number of GPs who've been more aware of pancreatic cancer signs and symptoms who've then gone on to diagnose somebody early enough for for surgery and cure um, because of a tweet, because of seeing the signs and symptoms of pancreatic cancer and it kind of sticking in mind. So if one person might have been saved by 30 days of purple awareness raising, whether it's wearing earring shoes or whether Gertie the dog is wearing a purple bandana, anything that just makes those signs and symptoms stick in people's minds and help people understand just a little bit more. If there've been 30 conversations through the month that somebody somebody's had, um, if somebody understands, you know, the absolute passion and commitment to the charities that support people, the researchers that work tirelessly in a, in a kind of situation that often is, is quite challenging in terms of we've not moved forward in terms of survival rates for 50 years, um, if people can just understand some of that, if people can donate a few pounds towards helping the charities, that would be fabulous. But any conversation about pancreatic cancer isn't a lost one. So just to explain to people, these episodes are going to go out every day, but we are going to do a kind of a catch-up episode on a Sunday because um, some of the conversations I had might have gone on for at least an hour because I quite like talking and so do lots of other people. So obviously there's going to be some bits that we can't fit into the episodes every single time. 
not because it's not good enough, but because it just doesn't fit in. So what we're going to do on a Sunday is kind of like an omnibus sort of episode or a bit like, I keep referring to it as if you watch The Great British Bake Off in the UK, Channel Channel 4, on a Friday, they have like an extra slice episode where they kind of get a bit of the behind the scenes stuff. And they talk about the episode that was on, what people's thoughts were, and then they get, you know, they show a bit of the extra content that hasn't been shown. So that's what the Sunday episode is going to be. I've decided, we've think for this episode, for the, for this series. So on a Sunday, you're going to get a bit of an omnibus, a bit of a catch up, a reflection of some of the stuff that was heard in the week, some of the bits that you didn't hear in those conversations in the week. And that will be a slightly longer episode. So it's the omnibus episode, I think is the best way of calling it. But during the week, you're going to get some, uh, you're just going to get a daily episode. You don't have to listen to them in order. There's no, you know, you're not going to get in trouble if you don't listen to one every day kind of thing. But they're going to be around forever. So you don't, you know, if you miss one, don't worry. It's not, you know, it's not a test at the end of the week. But if you do miss one, the Sunday one is probably going to be the best one for you to catch up with, I think is the best way of describing it. But they're not going anywhere anytime soon. They're here to stay and you can use them to start conversations with, with people, learn a bit more yourself and share them. I think that's the most important thing we can ask for people is to share these podcasts across you know, just talk to your friends, your family, social media, wherever you can. And just let's let's get that awareness raised. Let's get people knowing and talking about this. I think that's the, uh, the best thing we can ask for. Certainly is. So thank you very much for uh, talking to me, Leslie. Thank you very much for encouraging me or not discouraging me when I came up with the idea. <laughs> um, it's It's been a pleasure to be on these. It's a, pleasure's not quite the right word. Privilege, I think, is the right word. And um, as always, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter. Just search the hashtag Seth's Legacy and any other hashtags we need to search for, Leslie? Shine a spotlight for Seth or Sparkle for Seth. So a number of people have um, committed to either raise awareness through sharing things on social media, the podcast, putting up posters, doing educational events. So all those people are shining a spotlight. And then some people are going to wear something sparkly and or purple. Um, whether it's jewellery, shoes, jumpers, T-shirts, whatever, and those people have, have pledged to sponsor. I'll put those in the show notes as well so that everyone can remember those. But yeah, just search those. And obviously purplerainbow.co.uk is the website where you can find out a bit more and there's contact stuff on there as well. So thank you for listening and keep an ear out for tomorrow's episode.